Welcome to Christian Natural Health with naturopathic Dr. Lauren DeVille. Christian Natural Health is the podcast on how to get and stay healthy God's way. You'll hear topics on nutrition, exercise, sleep, avoiding toxicity, meditating on scripture, what supplements to take, stress management, defeating anxiety and worry, how to reconcile Eastern medicine approaches with Christianity and a whole lot more. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lauren. Welcome back to another episode of Christian Natural Health. Today, I am excited to have Barbara Samuels with me. Barbara is an international speaker, transformational wellness coach, CEO, and life strategist. She operates a successful lifestyle coaching company, Living All Alive, that empowers individuals to take control of their health and reverse type 2 diabetes, and she's the author of the book, Reversing Type 2 Diabetes Naturally. Barbara has over 27 years of experience working in the field of nursing as a registered nurse. Her experience in this field spanned on two continents, and she's worked in England, Jamaica, and the United States. During her time as a nurse, she was deeply grieved as she witnessed the pain and suffering and untimely death of her patients from type 2 diabetes complications. She knew there must be more that she could do. She wanted to have a greater impact, and so she decided to become actively engaged in in improving the health of others through education and wellness coaching. She left the hospital setting and has been making a major impact in helping to restore the lives of individuals with type 2 diabetes. Barbara is married with three children, and she's passionate about sharing the gospel through avenues of health and wellness. Barbara's mission is to help others live and experience the abundant life that they were created to have, enjoying all the blessings that God has for them. Welcome, Barbara. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much. It truly is my pleasure. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit more. I mean, your bio kind of did, but what makes you so passionate about specifically type 2 diabetes? Well, it's 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 a personal experience. You know, I, I've always seen um, in my journeys as, as a nurse, the impact that this disease has had, but it came home bold when my husband was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. Now, this is my husband who's a six foot two guy, very strong, very, you know, very active and alive. And I saw this disease almost took his life in the sense that he started having where he couldn't, like, you know, diabetic neuropathy in his legs. He couldn't get up in the mornings. He was tired all the time. He had lost his energy and his drive to play with the kids. He was basically just existing and he was on the medication and he was doing everything he possibly can Dr. Lauren and the, the, the bad thing about it it seems like he was getting worse until one morning he woke up and he had angioedema he had reacted to the medication he was on hypertensive medication and he was on the diabetic medication and he woke up his, la- his lips were swollen and his breathing was getting ready to be compromised and that's when it changed that's when I said to him, after we went to the doctor and everything, I said, listen, I can help you, but you have to let me help you and do everything we can, because this was not the way God created us to be. This is a disease that is reversible, but you have to let me try. And he said, okay. And he made an agreement. We made a, a contractual agreement that he will listen. He will do everything I tell him to do. He will not eat on the road. And that's where my journey started. And so that's where all of my, my passion for reverse. He was reversed. He lost like 30 pounds, and he's been reversed now for like three years. Praise God. That's awesome. Very cool. So for those who might not be as familiar, can you tell us what are the types of diabetes? 
So there are two types of diabetes. There's a type 1 diabetes, which is directly related to the pancreas not being able to produce the insulin it needed. And then there's type 2 diabetes, where it's not that there's a lack of insulin, but there is usually too much insulin leading to the cell resistance and leading to overflow of blood glucose level, which is directly related to the, the food that we eat that eventually converts to blood glucose. And so that's the difference. One of the things where with type 2 diabetes, it's a lifestyle disease that you can manage, but type 1 diabetes usually has to be managed with insulin so the body can use, gain the energy that it needs. Gotcha. Okay. So, and tell us a little bit about the journey that you had your husband on and the journey that you take your clients on in terms of trying to cure or curing type 2 diabetes. What do they need to do? Well, one of the, one of the first thing is with with anyone, but with my husband, he, he had to want it more than he wanted anything else. Amen. Um, yeah. <laughs> he had to want it because I can tell you all the statistics, I can tell you, but until you start wanting that for yourself, it's not going to take take fruit. And so he recognized that we were a young family and I could not love him out of type 2 diabetes. I could not talk him out of it. He had to want it enough to submit, to allow, you know, the healing to take place that he was created with. And so that's what the first thing I start with my clients, I started, they have to want it. If you don't, if you don't really want it, I can't help you because it is something that's going to require action on your part. My part is to guide and to direct you to the right steps and to motivate you and to teach you the right way and to get you there. But you have to do the action steps. So that's one of the first things we start. We start with what we call mindset makeover because that's where all the work is done. 10% is everything else, but your mind has to be in alignment with what you want. And so that's the journey we started. And we started, as, and then I go into understanding that individuality about them. You know, like with type 2 diabetes, it affects such a cross, wide cross-section of individuals, but each individual is different. And their approach is different because their cultural preferences are different, their diets are different, their lifestyle are different. So I move into individualizing, customizing a plan that works for each person, something, you know, that they can, and it's not just me making it, but we together sit down, look at their, look at everything, and we come up with a plan that both of us work with, and that's what I found that by doing that, we get greater results. And working closely with their doctors, of course, so they have to have an accountability partner, they have to sign a commitment agreement with themselves, they have to communicate with their doctors so they know they're on this journey, and we work together, and as we see changes, and as the blood glucose goes down, medications are slowly being removed until all the medication is removed. Absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. The hardest part, I think, for any sort of natural approach is that you need the buy-in. You need the person to be on board and willing to do the hard work of what it needs, mm -hmm. what they need to do in order to reverse it. So that's great. Um, what would you say is the difference then? And you kind of went into this a little bit, but um, elucidate a little more for us. What's the difference between managing and reversing type 2 diabetes? So managing, and this is where it comes into, I believe, the mindset. Managing is where you've accepted that this disease is what you're going to live with. And so you take the medicine to keep the blood sugar that appears to be lower on the external, and you just go through the process. 
without making any drastic making any change in your lifestyle so what most individuals do is they'll take the medicine and they'll see well it seems like it's managing my blood sugar but it truly is not because it's not really curing the problem it's only you know covering the symptoms so that when you start when you start reversing those, when you start making intentional strategic steps towards everything with one option, and that is to fix the cause and not just the symptoms. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so for somebody who wants to reverse the process, what is, I mean, you said that the mindset is kind of the biggest thing, but you also have in your book seven steps that you outline as a process for how to reverse it. Can you take us through what those steps are? Yes. So my seven steps that I found that work great is number one, of course, is transforming your mindset. And then I go through what is called decoding type 2 diabetes because it's most individuals who are not healthcare professionals, they have a basic understanding, but they don't really know what diabetes is. So I decode it down to the level that they can understand, incorporating the principles of healing and how alignment with the body can help you achieve your goal. Looking at the self-healing properties that we were created as children of God, so I decode it down to the cellular level. So they can understand and they can speak to it from their level, and they are when you're when they're better able to understand it, I recognize that they're better able to comply. And then I teach them how to plan for reversal because you can have a great plan, you can know everything, you can have a great idea, and you can know everything, but unless you plan, you will always be defeated. So the first, the third step I teach them is how to plan for reversal in their everyday life, when things are great and when things are not great. How do even if um, devastating stuff happen in your life, you can still stay on track and meet your goal. Then I show them the back the, the, the benefit of maximizing the benefits of like drinking water and exercise. That is more than just you know just drinking it, but how do you maximize it so that it works for you? Then I teach them how to prioritize breakfast because there's a general consensus that, you know, most people don't eat breakfast and if they eat breakfast, the breakfast doesn't help them. So I show them how to prioritize breakfast to use it as a tool to cut their cravings, to give them more energy throughout the day and at the same time gradually lower their blood sugar level. Then I teach them how to use food as medicine, not only for um, just reversing, but how to use their food as medicine to heal, how you look at food, start being different. Is it, what is it giving to me as opposed to what is it taking away? Absolutely. And, and then I teach them how, how do we put in all of these together? How do you make it stick? Because it's all good to learn all these steps in a 12-week program, but how do you transfer it into a lifestyle of health, wellness? And so you can pass on the generation of health to your children instead of passing on a, a, a legacy of, you know, sickness. So I teach them how to put it together and make it a lifestyle change, not just for the moment, but something that transforms their life, recognizing that it will, so that it doesn't come back again. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So uh, you kind of alluded to this too, but uh, if somebody has a family history of type 2 diabetes and they don't have it yet, but they want to prevent it, what advice would you give to them? So I, I always share with my clients and with most times when I do speak is that a propensity or a family history does not make you um, that you have to have it. You know, it's I always give the, the analogy of a loaded gun. You may have a, a family history, means that you're predisposed to it. And it's like a gun that is loaded with bullets, but until somebody takes that trigger, 
pull that trigger, the gun is loaded, but it's of no use. It won't hurt you. So the lifestyle is what pulls the trigger. So if you know you're predisposed, then you have to strategically start making lifestyle choices that in alignment to know that you don't have the luxury of not being healthy. And so you make those steps so that it does not go to that and I share the story of myself because like for me I have a rich history of um, family cancers my mom my cousins my aunts have died from this cancer and I I some I have the gene for this cancer I found out a few years ago when I was giving blood and I also have a you know propensity for hypertension but my lifestyle you, you won't say it will never come, but I know the creator who created me and how he designed me to live and not die, and he's given us tools. And so if you apply the natural healing principles in your everyday life, then it doesn't matter if you are history of it or not. It's what you do that makes it happen. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And what would you say is the biggest challenge faced by people who are struggling with type 2 diabetes and trying to reverse it? What do you see most often? I think it's the, the biggest challenge is most individuals don't know. They don't know where to start. And also one of the biggest challenges is they have been um, trained over the years to believe that type 2 diabetes is progressive and not reversible. So they, they're coming from a mindset of always thought that, you know, I'm just going to have this and expecting it. And most times, even if they feel like they really want to get rid of these stuff, they don't know where to start. They don't understand it because that was that's not usually a focus in the medical arena to reverse. It's more to maintain. So the biggest challenge is lack of knowledge and changing the mindset that this is not a lifestyle. This is not a lifelong disease, but a lifestyle disease. Right. Yeah. The, there's a verse in Hosea that pops into my head of my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So mm-hmm. Absolutely. The mindset changing is, is huge. So uh, speaking of that, how would you say that your faith plays into your coaching practice? Well, my faith is the basis of my coaching practice because it is because of my faith why I have, first of all, started this journey to reverse type 2 diabetes. I've always liked helping individuals with health and wellness, but I think nothing happens in our life without a reason. And my husband being diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, um, God allowed me to see that this is where he can use me. And initially, I didn't really jump into it because I was really um, still in the hospital system doing things as I normally do. But of course, when COVID came around, I recognized this was not. I saw that at the end of the day, obedience. In all areas of your life, obedience to the to health, obedience to the, the word of God will always give you a better outcome. And as you said, most people die or people perish for a lack of knowledge. And I find that unless you, you recognize that there is a being, there is a God that is bigger than you, you can put all the strategies in place. You can put all the tools in place. He says you, you will not get the results. And that's what makes the difference. Because, you know, I believe in, in Proverbs, it says commit, commit your plans to the Lord and he will, he will direct you. So this, it plays a major role for me. I mean, this, and I'm not very 
I'm very open about my faith because that is what has given my clients the results. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So COVID was the reason that you decided to launch this career and get out of the hospital scene? Is that what triggered it? Yes. One of the the reasons COVID was was the reason. I mean, I've always been in leadership in the hospital for the most part, and I've always done health and wellness as, you know, something that I do because I love, I do talks at church and different seminars. But when I was in the hospital and I just, I felt like somebody was just, tugging at my heart like when I see every time a diabetic patient comes into my unit and especially if they're on a vent it's 90% of the chance they don't walk out of there and it's all it just seems like a revolving door I keep saying okay does this person have diabetes yes and like clockwork and it just broke my heart and I recognized that it was not because people wanted to suffer with this but most people didn't know i mean five years before i had an experience where i was there was one in my units that i was rounding with and i came across a patient who was in his 40s and he was having an amputation he was already on kidney disease he was on on dialysis and he was diabetic and he was mad because he hadn't gotten the stuff that he wanted to eat he was mad because he felt he wasn't getting and it boils down as i listened to him i recognized it was a lack of knowledge he did not know he was not taught and so people die because of a lack of knowledge and so that that with that experience as i saw it it just brought me back to the point where i recognized i can't do this anymore my passion was, I, I couldn't, I didn't feel like I was helping. Right, yeah, good for you for following that call that the Holy Spirit gave you, because I know that probably took a lot of courage for you to walk away and start something brand new, but if he's blessing it, and a lot of times that's the way that works, is whatever our major struggle that we've conquered in the past suddenly becomes the area where we can offer breakthrough to other people. That's fantastic, I love it. Uh, so what have I not asked you that you want to make sure you leave with our listeners? I just want to, nothing major, but I just want to say, you know, that type 2 diabetes is one of those things that most people are, they just accept it as such, and it slowly kills them. Yeah, Absolutely. So uh, where can people find out more about you? So they can find more about me on um, above. I have a website, Living All Alive. Uh, I'm on Instagram, and it's Living All Alive, and I'm on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Okay, so uh, we will link in the show notes to your website and to your book as well. And thank you so much for coming on, Barbara. Really appreciate your time. Oh, it's my pleasure, and I and I pray that you continue to do the marvelous work that you're doing in sharing your passion for God and health and wellness to, to everyone. Thank you so much. I want to take a moment to thank the sponsor of Christian Natural Health, Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked offers at-home finger prick testing for commonly deficient vitamins D, B12, and folate. Vitamin D is very important for immune function, protecting against acute illness and autoimmunity. It's also critical for your mental health. What you might not know is that even if you're getting a lot of sun like we are in Arizona this time of year, many of us are still low. That's because the process of turning sunlight into vitamin D takes 48 hours and requires the oils on your skin. So if you bathe daily, you're interrupting the process and you might still be low. Vitamin B12 and 
and folate, which is vitamin B9, are best known for their role in the methylation cycle, which is one of your liver's six main pathways for detoxification and responsible for, among other things, activating all your happy neurotransmitters. They're also important for energy. Word to the wise, if you're taking B12 or folate in supplement form, stop a couple days before you get tested, as otherwise you'll get an artificially inflated result rather than a true read of your levels. You can order the, the tests for all three, uh, no doctor's order required at trylgc.com slash cnh. You'll get a package containing lancets for your finger and a test tube for the collection of a small amount of blood and a prepaid label to ship it back. Once you receive the results, if you've got any questions, you can speak to a nurse practitioner on their team. Again, that link is trylgc.com slash cnh and enter coupon code cnh20 for 20% off your order. All right, back to the show. Thanks for listening to Christian Natural Health. This show is run by you, so please write in with topic and guest suggestions for future shows. For more great content, subscribe to Dr. Lauren's blog at www.drlaurendeville.com or follow her on Facebook or Twitter at Dr. Lauren Deville. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to share it with your friends and give us a five-star rating in iTunes. It really helps us to stand out so other people can discover great content as well. Have a great week and God bless you. Have you ever considered yourself a messenger? I mean, you are called by God, and aren't we all praying the big prayer, Here I am, Lord, send me. So if we put two and two together, you've got a message to deliver, my friend. Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, art to make, or businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast, which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. I use my mic like a machete, so if you don't like to get your toes stepped on or pushed off cliffs to finally jump on in with Jesus, I may be too much for you. But if you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, search and follow the Messenger Movement Podcast on your favorite podcast platform or lifeaudio.com today. 